Okay, it's uh, Monday, April 12th, 2021, and this is a fast podcast, moments after the end of the oral arguments in the Second Circuit Court of Appeals on U.S. versus Hulk Bank. Hulk Bank got a stay of the case, criminal case pending against it in front of Judge Richard M. Berman, and today their appeal was, was heard before Judges Cabranes, Bianco, and Kearse. Um, their lawyer said that uh, Hulk Bank is an instrumentality of the state, uh, that it has sovereign immunity under the common law and under the Foreign Sovereign Immunities Act, um, and it tried to emphasize its connection to the state by saying that it collects taxes for the Turkish state. Um, one of the judges said uh, that how, that's just like being a candy store, or in the case of here in New York, a check cashier that takes uh, payments that doesn't make, make you the government. And I, I think effectively the judges, uh, two of them I believe, asked whether uh, any of the individual defendants in the case, particularly Mr. Attila, had ever cited sovereign, uh, you know, diplomatic immunity, and they have not. And Turkey never made a filing, according to uh, AUSA Kemeraju. But that was the government of the Polk Bank side. Now, a Assistant U.S. Attorney Kemeraju, um, you know, said that just because these 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 type of prosecutions are rare doesn't mean that they're they're not legal. And in fact, they're rare because usually diplomatic channels work. But here, and he said he emphasized this. Uh, a billion dollars of money laundering for one of the United States' main adversaries uh, had to be acted on. And that it would be strange if Congress, uh, pa- in passing sanctions and delegating to the executive branch the ability to uh, um, implement uh, and promulgate regulations, would have, through this FSIA, taken away their ability to actually enforce them, at least as to a state bank. So that's where it stands. The judges took it under advisement, and uh, there will be a decision, and we at Inner City Press will be on alert to report it as soon as it comes out. Now, inevitably, having covered for some time uh, the United Nations, this immunity question uh, is a particular interest. Uh, I'm thinking of the UN bringing cholera to Haiti and then saying uh, they couldn't be sued by the families whose breadwinner was killed by it. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, diplomats uh, running people over with their cars in and around uh, the UN in Manhattan in Turtle Bay, and saying that they have immunity. I'm thinking most pointedly, from my from my point of view, of the UN itself under Antonio Guterres physically roughing up and banning intercity press, and then claiming that they're exempt not only from the First Amendment but from any of their own rules, including Article 19, that there is no recourse, no redress, no due process, no appeal, absolute immunity. It's something that I'm against. And to be honest, I bring that to my coverage of this case. Okay, the three-minute drill, Hulk Bank edition, to be continued. Inner City Press, Matthew Russell Lee.